Yo guys and welcome to episode 18 of the Hoops and Hatricks podcast, it's for CK, I got my boy Oscar with me, how you doing man? I'm not too bad man, how you doing? I'm decent, I'm decent, but you know, you should be feeling, you know, pretty good after, mm-hmm. you know, Arsenal, you know, beat Chelsea in the FA Cup final, I mean, yep. just, you know, tell me your thoughts on the game and um, yeah, just, just, let me, just let me know how you feel. Uh, yeah, um, I can't lie, my voice was completely, completely gone, the... The, after the game, the day after, it just came back now, luckily enough to record this podcast. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that just says it a lot. Um, conceding after five minutes in the cup final is never great. It's never good for the heart. And um, but yeah, I'm just happy we got the job done. I literally said it at the end of the podcast. Like, I hope, end of last episode, I hope I come back on this episode as my team's won a trophy. And I'm happy that we finally have. But on the game itself... Um, yeah, obviously Chelsea started. We start. We actually had a quite a good attack. A Bamiyang missed the header. Then Chelsea had an attack where Mount got in behind our midfield, took a shot. It was saved. Then, yeah, Kovacic played Mount again in behind our midfield again. Yep. And then this time, um, of course, we knew Giroud was going to do something against us. Gets the assist to Christian Pulisic. And I say for the first twenty minutes, it was all Chelsea. Apart from the one attack we had, and Ainsley made an hours a couple of times down the left, it was all Chelsea. And then um, after that first drinks break, I don't know, it looked like Arteta was digging into them. Literally after that mark, we go, Pepe hits a screamer, an absolute screamer that gets disallowed. That is part of the reason why I had no voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a typical left-footed, coming off the right type, sensational finish top corner. We miss. Then again, Kieran Tierney to Aubameyang. That partnership on the left is becoming something else. Tierney, another ball over to Aubameyang, gets it behind. Foul for the penalty, and then, um, of course, uh, Bamiyan converts into side netting against this penalty specialist as Caballero. I don't think you have Caballero and Kepa in that goal. I don't think they saved that. It was literally side netting. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, again, like both teams are kind of pushing, pushing, pushing. Second half comes 1-1. Again, just a Bamiyan second goal is absolutely sensational. It was like, a beautiful goal. Um, in in a, one of the videos, actually put in our group chat, you hear Jorginho telling Zuma, <laughs> ah, zoo, zoo, right foot, right foot, right foot. <laughs> so Abamyang cuts into goes his right foot, cuts back left. Zuma's actually caught flat-footed, frozen. He did him nicely. Yeah. And then the dink over Caballero is sensational. And just hearing, I love the fact that you can't hear the fans. You can hear the players. And this Zuma's um, Jorginho's like ah, oh, zoo, right foot, right foot. Then he Zuma gets done. He's like ah, oh, zoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Great goal. Ref kind of ruined it for, for Chelsea. Kovacic definitely wasn't a sending off. And that's another problem with VAR. I'd say um, referee mistakes is going to happen. That's why we have VAR. But uh, they say yellow cards aren't um, big enough for VAR to look at. But surely if it's a second yellow, which involves exactly. a red, surely that's big enough. And so, yeah, that's basically why the, the VAR did not intervene with that. Otherwise, they 100% would. And it wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been a red. But the, I think the first yellow, they can't argue. Um, so yeah um, other than that I was just ha- proud of my performance man. I, I, I'd say apart from the first 20, 22 minutes I'd say we did alright in that game yeah like I was talking to Lemuel before the game and I was just mm-hmm. asking him what he thinks and I was just I, just, I, t- I told him I think Arsenal are going to win they they, mm-hmm. they they just they become a different side in the FA Cup you know you've won it the most times yeah you know you're finally you finally are you know you're, you're a decent team now I can't even lie you're not that much mm-hmm. of a joke team anymore you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're you're a decent side now, and yeah, I thought you'd win. And you know, apart, from, I don't want to talk too much about the referees because I don't want to get stressed. But you mm. played well, 
Mm-hmm. But obviously, you, you you never know what would happen if you know Kovacic didn't get sent off. You were two one up at the time, two uh, mm-hmm. two one up at the time, were you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then um, you never know what would happen, but in the end, you got the trophy. And um, mm-hmm. what I want to ask you is, I I always thought Aubameyang was leaving this season. Yeah. But I mean, it's obvious he loves the club. He mm-hmm. honestly loves the club. He loves his teammates. He loves his manager. He loves the fans. Obviously, we saw him on like was it IG live with troops. Yeah, I love that. Um, I really think that he might stay. I really think mm-hmm. that he might sign a, a new contract. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do, do you think he will? Um, I reckon that's probably more our most important signing than actually bringing bringing a player in is uh, tying this guy down. Do I think he will? I feel like yes because at the moment I don't see where else he's going. Not to say that he can't get to any team because I I feel like he can get into anywhere pretty much. Um, huh? Not anywhere, but pretty much anywhere. Like. Okay, it starts okay. with PSG. He starts with Dortmund. I feel like if he goes he starts back, with PSG. Yeah, he's oh, better over, than Icardi. over Icardi. He's better for me. He's better than Icardi. All right, okay, I can for I can me. That. Um, yeah. I think he's better than Benzema. I don't oh, think what a shot, bro! He's not starting and, at Real Madrid. He is not starting. He, at Real he's not starting because of how important Benzema is and how I, I, I think Benzema is an amazing striker. But Benzema's I think right better. now. Nah, I don't think so. Again, Benzema, you, lot, you, better, you, we, you and your fellow Liverpool fan disrespect Aubameyang too much. Yeah, no, I'm really not here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, really he, not here for it. The, he, the, it's Aubameyang slander is ridiculous. Aubameyang done something to, to the to the Hervey family, 100%. I don't know what he did, bro. I don't know what he did to you lot. Uh, but yeah. Um, nah, man. So, that's what I'm saying. I like. So maybe he stays, becomes a club legend, hopefully, and gets us back into the Champions League. That's the aim. So I I I I'm quietly confident he will stay, but I'm I'm not gonna say anything. I like I don't talk anymore like that. Like yeah, yeah, like just, yeah. I, like, I'm not gonna get meme like this after fan TV lot. <laughs> like I've literally I've stopped talking years 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 ago. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I can say I'm quietly confident. I think he will sign. Like when you when you look at like the positives and negatives of him like leaving, say if okay if he leaves, he's gonna go to a Champions League club. He's gonna get Champions League football, yes, play so. against you know the best best teams, best players in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean if he goes anywhere. Abroad, he's gonna to go to one of the top clubs, so he'll mm-hmm. he's gonna win trophies. Yeah, but you know, if he stays in if he stays at Arsenal, obviously it's a bit of a project. Yep, he, he can he can lead you to Champions League, but to be honest, I don't know when you lots are gonna be in the Champions League. To be honest with you, mm. I, I I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's anywhere. I don't think it's gonna be in the next two years. To be honest with you, it's it's hard to see and, and it's a difficult one. in the Europa League. Um, because again, with like the strengthening. Uh, suppose it's well it's gonna happen but you know the signings that my united are about to make and also chelsea yeah. they um they've already strengthened and they're looking to strengthen even more like some of the players they're linked with it's ridiculous um so yeah so again they're almost like trying to solidify the third and fourth place which is what it was this season yeah and it does it doesn't look like the top four is going to change for the next couple of years if we're, if we're being honest which, which is why i hear what you're saying yeah but um i'd say the, the Europa League is is looking like a good avenue to get back into the the, um, the Champions League, and yeah, um, yeah. So like you said, it, it's definitely a project, and I feel like we're we're not a joke in the, in the big games anymore under Arteta. Yeah. Like first game, first game of of the restart, three 0 against Man City looks like a bad like it's a bad result. It's a typical big game Arsenal result, but there's a lot of context to that. Like we lost two players in the first. 20 minutes uh a red card which again which is i kind of i kind of want to talk about that like the whole um 
Aspilicueta Aubameyang penalty she did like the whole double jeopardy thing because surely the whole point of double jeopardy is not to give a red card than the penalty like but when David Luiz did it against I think against Chelsea he got sent off against yeah. Liverpool he didn't I don't think he, and when he no, fouled yeah, Salah he got, he got yellow he got yellow yeah for that one. which is and then but against Man City he did so it's like where's the consistency I'm not actually I'm not, I don't really understand the rule um, but yeah that 3 result again I can't say he flattered Man City because they deserve to win but Again, we were just unlucky. Like it was the first game back. Um, we got two injuries to two of our key players. Like Jack has literally turned into one of our most important players in that midfield. Yeah. Um, and uh, a, a Pablo Murray, uh, an injury in defense is always a problem for me, mm. especially away at Man City. So, and then we did go on to beat them. So, like I said, in the big games, we're not a joke. Like we've beaten Liverpool this season. I know you lot gifted us two goals, but we weren't completely <laughs> crap. Yeah, yeah, and I, like you, although you look were dominating, you weren't tearing us apart like creating clear cut chances. You were just applying a lot of pressure. Um, again, you'd won the league, so context. I'm I'm not deluded. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea again. The three results under our title we've had against them, we've won, drawn, and lost. Um, I feel like the, the draw again. Ten men, as I said, David Ruiz got sent off. Um, the 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 uh, that was away at Sanford Bridge, down to ten men. We came back, fought very well. I thought we played very well in the Emirates. I feel like for 75 minutes, we, we played them off the pitch. Yeah. Um, we, we just lost it. And Jorginho should have been sent off, ended up scoring the winner. So, um, yeah, who else we played? We beat Man, Man United 2-0 under Arteta. Uh, Leicester, we should have beat them. Tottenham, we should have beat them. We lost. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing promising, like, unlike before in the big games, like, I like, I just wanted to see us go, see how, how we're going to form at, at Anfield next season because that's the one where we've suffered recently. Big, big, big time. So, um, see how, how how we're going to perform but other than that I feel like in the big games we've kind of been right we've beaten Wolf, you know what I'm saying beating Sheffield yeah. and, so yeah we just like, have to hope I, I do think under Arteta as you go on most mm. of the big games you're in I don't see massive thrashings I mean the, the only two teams I can see you getting thrashed by and that's any team in the league is Liverpool mm. and Man City because we can, mm-hmm. I mean, we got smacked by Man City and we can yeah. smack and we've smacked Man City before in the past. So those mm-hmm. are the only two teams I can see if they're just on fire, then they'll smack mm-hmm. you because they'll smack anybody else in the league. But the 100%. Chelsea's, the United's, the the Spurs's, the Leicester's, mm-hmm. you know, all the embarrassing like defeats you've had in the past, you know, 6-0, 4-0, I don't think that's going to happen because with Arteta, you can finally see a bit, a bit of grit, a bit of structure, mm. a bit of fight within your team. Something that you haven't seen in a long time, really, at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably like the the biggest thing that Arteta's, you know, given um, has has already you know instilled in in your club. And he's, I mean, it's no small feat. I mean, his first season, and it's been when was he appointed? December. December. So he's got months. he's got an FA Cup. I mean, mm. you and you haven't lost that many games under him in the league. I mean, no, you've been on haven't. quite like maybe like one or two. Um, quite you know long um, unbeaten runs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the future is bright for Arsenal. It's bright, but yeah. the Bamian thing. If you just if you just get him signed, then it's it would probably mm. be like a massive like sigh of relief because if he leaves, then you're just gonna be like, oh man, what do we do now? A hundred percent. And it's like, where do we get those goals from, and who do we replace him with? Because. Again, I don't know if he leaves. I don't know about getting another striker that wants to play central because, again, I don't like uh, round peg square holes thing. Him and him and him and Lacazette playing the same position. They probably are two best players in my opinion. Um, 
and it's like again Aubameyang's thriving on the left but that's because he, he can do that he's got the pace he's got the, he's got the finishing ability and he's not he's not the worst 1v1 he just doesn't like he just isn't a dribble he's not a direct like you know what I'm saying yeah so that's another conundrum and where are you going to get someone that's got 44 goals in the last two seasons from that's just Premier League not even 44 goals yeah, in the Premier crazy. League in the that's last crazy. two seasons yeah I don't know who, uh, and we definitely can't afford it in the, in the final situation we're in. So, yeah, like you said, it's huge. And also seeing a couple of the players that we're linked with, obviously starting with your former player, Coutinho. What, what do you think about that for Arsenal? Like, I mean, I think it'll be a great signing because that one player you do miss, I mean, you, you need quite a few players, but that mm-hmm. one guy you do need is that creator. That Urzel type, like you said before, that you need goals from midfield, which you don't, you don't have. I mean, who mm-hmm. like who? Who's your who's your um who got the most goals from your midfield this season? It's I can't. It might even be Shaka. I can't lie to you. And that'll be what like what two, three two, goals, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like obviously, you know, he's had a he's had a bad, what is it, three years now since he's left us. But mm. you know, like I said, I I still think he's an amazing player. But obviously, it's gonna be a risk. When mm-hmm. you when you sign something like that, and obviously, like you say, it's going to be a, an expensive one. Even if it's just a loan, it's going to be a really expensive loan. But yeah, I I mean, I think Coutinho's class. I think he'll do well mm-hmm. at Arsenal. Being back in England, I think that'll be great for him. Just needs his confidence up. But um, I do, and you know, under Arteta as well. Um, I think that'll be a great signing for you, lots. To be honest, yeah, I, like um, I would, like bro, I would take him back if we were if we were given the opportunity. I would mm-hmm. I would take Coutinho back. So for you, it'll be mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to warm up to the idea. Obviously, the last couple of years were were a bit they tainted him a little bit, but he's still 28, and I'm I'm starting to warm up to the idea of it. Um, and also, it seems like our biggest signing at the moment seems to be Willian. Again, <laughs> we seem to be welcoming all these ex-Chelsea guys, Czech, <laughs> Louise, now potentially potentially Willian. Um, trying to give them a second home in London. I don't understand this, but what do you think about that? Because I can't lie to you. I'm not with it. Again, I, w- I rate the player. I, I like some of his attributes. Um, good set-piece taker. Brilliant set-piece taker. Um, like, from... I love his acceleration. That little... Doom, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quicker, he's I, still I, I, got I, He's one of the... Yeah, I 31, he's still got it. It doesn't, like, slowing down. But he's going to be 32 next week. Why Why are we offering 32-year-olds three-year deals? I don't know. Um, again, we're not a retirement home. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the thing. If 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 you give me, if you give me a Thomas Party Coutinho, a Maleng Saar, yeah, and you and you add a Willian on top of that, I can't lie to you, I can't talk because you've given yeah. me my centre back, my midfielder, and my and my attacking midfielder, but and Sander Bamyang, that's yeah, that's major. Yeah. But if if you don't do none of that and you're giving me a Willian, I can't lie. I'm fuming. Like being a, being in the Premier League, what seven eight years now, won it a couple times. I can't lie. Um, never hit double figures in goals or assists. That's crazy. Uh, for a left winger playing in the, the, the top top six sides, in in like if you look at Son, how many goals he hits, and you know your Salas, your Mane's, like not even ten, bro. Like you can understand why I'm <laughs> I'm really not hearing it. And it's like I know it's gonna be on a free free transfer, whatever, whatever. So it suits our financial situation. But Zaha's there. If we want a left winger, Zaha's there for thirty million. Like I can understand why we didn't get him last season because Crystal Palace were talking about eighty nine million. Yeah, drunk, drunk, wild. drunk, and they've dropped it to thirty forty million now. I'm like, yo, Zaha's there. If we, we which I don't think like we've got Saka, Saka Martinelli, who I want to see develop. Yeah, 
yeah. who are both excellent on that left side. Um, Abamyang's still he's scoring. His his output is the same whether he plays on the left or centrally. Um, and it's like, yo, like, can we please prioritize other positions? So again, to to ask you a question, what do you think about William to Arsenal? Like, I I do think William's a decent player. Mm. But then, like, just even from his perspective, I don't I don't get it. Like, mm. if Abamyang does stay. He's on the left, and then you've got Pepe on the right. Yeah. So he's just gonna go from the from from Chelsea, where he's pretty much been starting all season, mm-hmm. to going on going to the bench at Arsenal. Like I feel like mm-hmm. for William, why wouldn't you want to try and, you know, I, I I still think he's still got quality to start, you know, in the Premier League, mm-hmm. not for Chelsea, maybe for one of maybe for like a, Tottenham. I don't know, one of the he could he could probably he would probably start at Tottenham. To Mourinho would have him back in a heartbeat. He wanted exactly. him at United. Yeah, ex- exactly. He wanted he wanted him at United, so I don't really get it for him, and for Arsenal, obviously, it's not a good three-year deal for someone who's turning thirty-two next week. Um, it it doesn't really make sense. I mean, you've kind of pre- you've you you want young players. That's kind of what you know the direction mm. that you're going in, because you know you you had you have would you say uh, maybe a couple of years ago you had an aging squad, and yeah, we now you did. Yeah, and you got you got well. Some the defenders, some of them are a bit older, but you you're starting to see the youth in the team now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, getting William really wouldn't make sense to be honest. I think if Liverpool were to get him as a squad player, mm. that would make a whole lot more sense than Arsenal getting him. A hundred percent. Because I um, think he would accept it more at Liverpool than he would at Arsenal. Because he'd be like, yeah, I just came from Chelsea, starting every game, winning winning Premier Leagues, winning all that. Mm. Why am I gonna go? You know, be on the bench for a team that's finishing like seventh, eighth. Mm, yeah, it's true. And with William, I feel like there's there's definitely potential for him to get game time, even at a Liverpool, where he could play either left or right. So if Mane or, or Salah gets hurt, injured, tired, suspended, we don't know with football, any, any of the above could happen. William goes straight in. And, and I, I don't feel like you use a bit, but you're not losing that much. Like, he's a good quality player to come off your bench. Um, Again, he can he can even play in behind Firmino. If, you, if you're trying to chase a game, you can have all three of them and Firmino up front still. He can play attacking mid, um, but yeah, I can't like I'm not hearing it. I d- it just doesn't suit the project we're going for right now. Um, yeah, I'm really not trying to understand. I'm not understanding where it's from because again, even if you were, even if we were to do play him on the right, I still think Pepe's starting. Oh and, yeah, definitely. Like, Reese Nelson is putting in some de- like against Liverpool, he was very good. Yeah, he's putting in some some small small performances against Chelsea this season at the Emirates. He was quite good. I'm like, yeah, there's a player in there. He was good on loan. Um, so it's like. And I kind of like the balance we have, where we have on the left side, we've got um, a left-footed winger, Saka, and we've got a right-footed winger, Nelson, on the right. And we have a left-footed right winger, Pepe. And then we have uh, like Martinelli on the left, who's a yeah. right-footed. I, I, like to have, I like to have both. Um, and I don't like, again, William attacking mid, I'm not hearing it. I can't lie to you. Um, the, I'm not saying you can't create, but I want an out-and-out creative midfielder. And again, he's he's. I feel like we're even gonna. I'm hearing that we might. If it's a pay cut, I don't know. I know he's on quite a bit at Chelsea as well. He's been there quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. But like, our way, our way structure is a big problem. Like giving up. We're, we're about to potentially about to give Aubameyang 250k a week, deserved, but it's a lot of money. Um, like Mkhitaryan's on a huge wage. Um, he's. I think he's like our second highest earner, and he is literally Seriously? doing nothing. Yeah, behind Ozil. Yeah. Whoa. So, Mkhitaryan and Ozil, I think that's like £28 million a year combined, <sighs> just on wages. Jeez. On them alone. So, like, 
our way structure at the moment isn't great. Kolasinac, who was a free transfer, he's on quite a bit. He's on definitely way over 100 grand. And then I feel like we're due to sort out the Lacazette situation. He's got two. I feel like when a player has two years left, that's your time to start. Either let them go or you sign them on. So I feel like Lacazette, that's the conversation we need to have with him this summer. Yeah. Because I don't want I don't want this this conversation to be next year about Lacazette. Is he staying? Is he going? I feel like if he's not going, we sign him up now. And if we if we want to sell him next year, we'll be in a position of power because he'll have years left on his contract. Not like now. If we were to sell a Bamyang now, we're getting like 25, 30 million for him. Whereas again, we can definitely demand forty something million for Lacazette next season. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So again. Our, con- our wage structure at the club is shocking. So, I don't know about... First of all, Chelsea actually offered him a contract, a two-year. Yeah. And he said, no, he wants a free. And we're opening arms. Hey, come. Three <laughs> yeah. years. We'll give you that. You're 32. <laughs> what are we doing? So, um, yeah, man, that one I'm not with. And then, who else? What other, I suppose we've got to talk about Jaden Sancho. He's looking to be... I feel like the fi- I feel like I saw something. He's going to be the fifth most, most expensive player um, behind oh. Coutinho, oh, Neymar, sorry. Dembele, and who's the other? Coutinho, Neymar, Dembele, and Mbappe. Um, highest Englishman. He's looking at like 100 million is not bad. I thought we'd go for at least like a, a little bit more change on that. So, might yeah. have done a good job. And again, they're paying in installments. But when it was us, oh, Pepe, oh, <laughs> yeah. direct debit club. Oh, my God, it's Arsenal. And United are going to do it. And for even longer than us because it's a higher transfer fee so what do you think about that i mean it's a great setting that's that's one of the ones when as a as a like a um mm. a rival fan you're just like damn but burning. like there, there's nothing you can say you're just like damn they, they they got him they got this mm. guy who's one of the, the star players in the world he's 20 mm. years old he scored he scored 17 goals this season got like 15 16 assists in the Bundesliga. i mean he just he's a ridiculous player and Mm. It's it just it scares you because it's just like how how good can you really be? Because mm-hmm. potentially he's not going to be in his in his peak in for like another eight or nine years, which is madness. You could never say ten. Yeah, it's, you, it's yeah ten years. You, you like Lewandowski's what thirty one years old, and this is mm. probably the best season of his career. Yeah, so it's crazy. And um, Man United, I, I said it before, they scare me. They scare me. They do. They attack the midfield. Yeah, the no, defense the and goalkeeper. Actually, no, they got Dean Henderson. It, they got Henderson coming in. Their defense, their defense isn't half bad. It's not. Mm. It's, it's it's obviously not on the level of like a title winning side, but yeah. it's not a bad defense. So it's if they not. just shore up a little bit, probably I think they probably need another centre back, another mm. left back. I don't think Luke Shaw is good enough to be honest. Yeah, I th- even, uh, I, and I even Wan Bissaka as well, bro. I'm not too sure about Wan Bissaka, but it's it's the but price the kid tag. Can defend. It. He can defend, but he's English. He can defend the price yeah. tag. <laughs> Yeah, um, in like English, it, it plays a part. Let's not lie to you. No, um, it's, yeah, it's all right. Because right. no way, Maguire's worth eight million again. That's another one. Because I can't like in some big games, this guy's made some questionable mistake, and he's just always getting caught for pace. Of course, United fans are going to back him, but again, that's that's not when you look at what you paid and you're getting Van Dyke and they're paying more and getting Maguire. Can't lie, it's, it's it's a bit crazy, and we talk about Leicester and and their 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 aggressive aggressive price tags they have on their players. I'm hearing they told Chelsea eighty million for Chilwell. <laughs> Bro, I love it because they don't need to. Sell. I love to see it. Yeah, it's so true. they're like, if you want our if you want our players, spend the big spend the big bucks. You're in England. Mm. You, you we have mm. a massive TV deal. You're rich as hell. You got a billionaire mm-hmm. owner. 
If yeah. you want him, if you want him so bad, give, give me the money. So like, mm-hmm. I love that from teams who you know they're gonna get they get their players picked off. You know, Mares, mm. Kante, Maguire. You know, Solinger's probably gonna leave soon. To be honest with you, so um, I'd love him. You love him, at Arsenal. I mean, oh, yeah, I take I take him right him. now. Um. So yeah. So the thing about the United situation, what do you think? Obviously, Sancho looks like he's coming through the door, five year deal. What do, What does that make for Mason Greenwood for you? Because I feel like at the moment he's the one that drops out of the team. Oh uh, yeah, I do. He he is the one that drops out. But then the guy's eighteen years old. He's still gonna get game time. Mm. He's still he's still this guy's a star. He's a yeah. bona fide star. This this mm-hmm. Mason Greenwood guy, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, well, for the, obviously for the short term he's not gonna he's not gonna play every start every single game. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing to really worry about with Mason Greenwood. Like I said, he's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Man United know what they got in their hands. Yeah. He's he's shown what he can do at 18 years of flipping age. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be fine. I mean, I, I really have no you know concerns. I'm pretty sure he will have mm. no concerns with yeah. You know, because even he, he can play, position. he can play, he can start playing backup striker, which is actually actually his main position. He's been starting all on the right, because again, for me, I feel like that kind of means just curtains for Dan James. I can't lie to you. Oh, um, yeah. Side of the season, well, <laughs> but again, just well, that's what you get when you're paying eight million for a starting winger. Like wingers are the most expensive players of all time your Ronaldo's your Bells your Neymar's your Sancho's Pepe uh, like they, they cost a bomb so if you're trying to snipe one for 8 million I can't know that's what you get and I um, again he's I can't even say he's got potential he's a good age he's, yeah, pay, he's like pacey 20, 22 years old I mean yeah, I think still, 20, still 20, young boy. still young guy uh, yeah, I, I don't know what it means for him. Unless he, he's going to be a, a League Cup, FA Cup player if he stays. He's going to stay, I feel like. And he might be in the rotation. But again, it, it, now because United are scary, where, where teams are going to play a low block, he doesn't have the football ability to... like Again, on the counter-attack, boy, this guy's scary. Yeah. When they space him to run, can't lie, he's a problem. But now that they've got Bruno and Pogba, and then you're going to have Sancho, Rashford... Martial, who, oh, who who's man. gonna play a high line against that? Who? <laughs> That's complete drugs. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, unless it's in the big games, but again, in the big games, who you trust in? Sancho Greenwood or Dan James? So, um, yeah, I, I don't feel like he, he against the low blocks that he's the type of player you want. I'm not gonna. Lie, I feel I feel a bit sorry for him to be honest because. He get he's one of those players that he gets a lot of criticism on the timeline, a lot of mm. you know jokes made about him, and mm. yeah, I understand you know he hasn't he hasn't had the best season, you know, he hasn't really done well, but it's like it's always it's I don't know man, maybe I'm a bit sensitive, but I just I'm just like damn, just lay off him man, he's like he's twenty one twenty two, it's his first season in the Premier League and he's playing for flipping Manchester United, like mm. just just lay off him a bit, you know what I mean, like. Um, but he is yeah, like you said, he's if he he'll he'll stay. I mean so he's only he's mm-hmm. only been there for what, a year, so he'll mm-hmm. you know predominantly play in the League Cup and the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. So um I mean like like I said, he's he's young, he can still learn. It's not like oh he can't learn anymore. Yeah, you know, he can't learn about football, how to play, mm-hmm. how to be how to be a, a winger. So I mean he's still got time, you never you never know. Yeah, it's true. But what you said about lay off him, yeah. Can't lie, football culture, it's Twitter, Twitter football. Oof. It's not. It's not adapting anymore. It's not. It's really not a layoff a player. 
Anyone can get it. Anyone <laughs> yeah, can get true, it. I can't lie to you. You, 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 you could be. I said the only ones that don't get smoke is Ronaldo and Messi. Even, but they even get smoke from the opposition fans. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, a Messi fan will be like, "Look at this fraudulent Portuguese left winger." <laughs> like, bro, yeah. like, so I can't lie. Eight million pounds from Swansea. Who are you to not get it? You're going to get it. I can't lie to you. I thought it was fifteen more. Is it fifteen? It might. I don't even know. No, what I, it is. I, I, let me check. I'm pretty sure it's fifteen more. I thought it was eight million. I can't lie to you. But I even so, fifty million. Right it, it, it yeah, isn't. It's really, even worse. Yeah, it isn't really that much of a difference. So. Um, yeah, yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifteen mil. Yeah. Okay, fifteen mil. So, boy, I, I, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see how he's going. They're not going to smoke him, like, bro. I, if if I if I see if I see Drogba get questioned on the timeline. Yeah, yeah, I can't <laughs> Who the hell is Daniel James? So, yeah. Um, other than that, any other transfer talk you want to talk about? Um, so Tiago and Cantara, I don't know. Yeah, we had to do a Tiago. I think did we talk about it in the last podcast? We might have. Yeah, I'm pretty no, sure yeah, we talked we did. about Tiago. Yeah, the Nabi Kata situation type of thing. Yeah, so that we yeah, like like I said, I'd absolutely love him, but I don't, I don't know what Liverpool are doing, bro. Apparently mm. there was there was a report that I was saying that you know we're 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 not too sure about the the twenty five thirty million pound price tag, like what 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 we do we might as well just end the season if we can't spend twenty five thirty million on a world class player, mm. I don't I don't know what we're trying to do. It's true, top five in in the world twenty five million. It's like, it's, what, it's big, one of the me, biggest bargains you can get. To me, it's a no brainer. Um, after that, is there anything else? I suppose we spoke kind of talking about Chelsea and Chilwell. They need a goalie, Chelsea. Um, unless they, they ride it out with Kepa one more season. I don't think they're going to do that. They kind of need the centre-backs. Because I, I, I was, was kind of jealous of the centre-backs a couple of years ago. I'm yeah. Like, Zuma, Rudiger, Christensen. Um, I'm like, rah, like, but Rudiger's rash as hell. Like, if, even for, for, for the second goal. Uh, he must get a nutmeg by Bellerin, bro. That's yeah. wild. Cannot be happening. Uh, Cannot be um, happening. Especially this Bellerin now, but I can't lie. That pick up, it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of reminded me of, of, of like, of like 2015 Bellerin. Yeah. Like back in school, like 2014 Bellerin. It kind of, that run, like, I loved it. Um, Again, he stepped up recently, so I can't even talk. Um, And then Christensen's soft. Soft. I, I, I don't, like, I don't understand. <laughs> Obviously, th- there's, a, there's a name that Jordan calls him that I'm not going to repeat on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. But I think you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, yeah, so, but even when when he came on to replace Asim Lukwetta in the cup final, I was on the phone with my boy Ruben. Shout out, Mute Ruben. I was like, "Yo, this guy is not on it." I could yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, he said I was, the GC. I I was, yeah, I said in the GC, this guy's not on it. Press him. I was literally screaming at Lacazette, Pepe, and even you could see like for the goal, man's losing fifty fifties with Bellerin. So Bellerin is not made my man, not made Rudiger. And Bellerin is not pulling out of a 50-50 against Christensen. I can't lie. Especially Bellerin that's been injured like, against Chelsea, everything, everything. I loved it. Yeah. Really good. Obviously, Christensen ended up winning, winning the tackle, but it's like, bro, like, you're not like, there's something about him. He's not He's not the guy. So, but Zuma and, and Tamori are great. I can't lie to you. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know any other transfers there is we need to talk about, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, there's not much, but, you know, we've got other news to talk about, and that's the NBA. Mm. This is the first time since yeah. episode, I don't know, oh. episode four, episode five, 
we've actually had actual NBA basketball games oh, to talk I about. So, because I would say you're probably a, I mean, we both love basketball, but I would probably mm. say you're a bigger fan. Plus, because mm. you've been watching it more than me. So, mm-hmm. if there's any games, any standout performances that you want to talk about, then you, you go you go ahead and do it. I feel like we bo- we, we have to start off the Lakers-Clippers game. The game, well, not the game that kicked off the, the, the actual restart, because there was a game before that, but the game that everyone was looking forward to when they knew the NBA was coming back. Um, Yeah, man. A game I stayed up to watch. Again, because these games, because the restart isn't so late, you can actually kind of stay up for these. Not like where it's 4 a.m. It's like, wow. Um, it's not like UFC where it's a one-off. You can stay off. Like, staying up every day 4 a.m., yeah, it's myth for NBA. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Great game. Uh, Clippers without our two six-man candidates of uh, Montrez and Lou Will, um, which I think it cost us the game. It cost us the game. Um what else can I say? AD caught fire on the third. Paul George was on fire. He's been the last two games. Paul George has been ridiculous. Yeah, like shooting eight for eleven threes, and against the, the Lakers, he shot something like six threes and something, something ridiculous from three, like fifty-seven percent or something like that from three. Um, just yeah, just to lose a game like that from a Clippers side is just horrible. Um, I don't know how well I'm. Too many offensive rebounds, too many turnovers, too many fouls. We got in foul trouble, ruined our rotation. Um, but our, for a neutral, it must have been a good game, and it was a good game, a good, like a nice, fun game for 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 the neutrals. But um, again, it's just like again, Kuzma was another one that caught fire. It's like it seems like for Lakers, is that it seems like for the, both these games, like Kawhi, Paul George, AD, and LeBron kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Who out of it's the just up to guys? the other guys, yeah. Yeah, and that the last game, like I mentioned before, Avery Bradley hitting six threes, like <laughs> I, I still can't get over that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> Mo- Morris again another shocking performance. Zero. Again, yeah. It's, again, another stinker. It's also like not having Montrez literally allowed AD to have fun. Um, we tried like the Jamaica assignment. It was a bit weird. Like I kind of wanted Patterson to come back in. But um, yeah, that was a great game. Did you manage to catch the highlights? Bro, I'm not going to lie. I didn't even manage to catch the highlights. Mm. There's too many flipping games on. But I know. The, what, what I want to talk about is what we were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. And that's First Take. Yep. Obviously, that's the premier basketball you know, show. Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman. But yes, I sent you a picture of mm-hmm. um, one of the captions... Mm-hmm. Of of the video that they posted on Instagram, and it was yeah. after the 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 Laker win over the Clippers, and he said, mm-hmm. "Last night was the first time I looked at the Lakers, and I said I don't like this." Mm. Oscar, what what is the main point of sports? What do you do it for? To win. You do, yes, you do it to win. Mm. So if you win, what the hell are you talking about? I I I, I can't give you an answer, bro. I can't like, lie to you, bro. A, like they say in basketball, a W is a W. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't matter how you get it. It doesn't mm. matter what happened. You got the W. You got the win. Yes, yeah. I understand. LeBron didn't have a good game. Uh, yes, I understand. It was a very very close game without two crucial parts of your team in Lou Williams and Montrose Harrell. Mm. But you still won though. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, and the, the thing with uh, how we first take. And with all the other shows, is that mm. every single time 
a Western Conference team, uh, a contender wins, if it's you know not not even Utah, they don't, they don't give a damn about like Utah or OKC. Mm. But if the if Houston wins, if um if you know even if Portland wins because they got Dame Lillard, mm. if the Clippers win, what does this mean against the Lakers? You know what I mean? It's like I think they have enough to beat the Lakers. I see. Or oh, if Portland get past blah 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 in the first round, I think they give the Lakers problems. I'm just seeing this every single day. Kendrick Perkins, Jay Williams, another person I don't like. Oh, they, mm. oh, they, bro, they just they grind my gears. They grind my. That's why I, I can't watch it no more. I can't watch it. They grind my gears, bro. I can't believe I can't believe Fasika's got to the point where he's not watching first take. I know, Fis- bro. Fasika was the first take guy out of even um. Undisputed as well. Like you, you're the NBA. You're the guy that will keep us updated in the group chat about what's going yeah, on in them. But it kind of shows that if it's got if it's got Fasika done with them, then it kind of shows. Uh, yeah, but I hear you. It's it's the repeated narratives, and like, I can't like when I'm seeing Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins on TV. I literally just watch it because it pops up on my YouTube recommended. That's the only reason I'm watching it now. I don't. Like, it's not before where I'd go and search, type in on my YouTube first yeah. take in the morning. It comes up because I've watched too much basketball highlights. That's why it's gonna come up on my feed. So I'll click it, and I'm still falling. I'm still like an idiot falling for these clickbait titles and pictures. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I hear what you're saying, man. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Again, I know we didn't have again our two, two, two of our, our good players off the bench. But it's like you can't really read into the first game after how many months like that. And it's like LeBron's not gonna stink every. He didn't even stink, but LeBron's not gonna be average every game. Um, like. Again, but again, I don't understand why. I understand like being uh, now that me and you are content creators. Like, but again, look how creative we've been without basketball. And like, you're telling me ESPN, ESPN can't can't do nothing. And like, I don't get. I don't. Listeners might think I'm trying to come prepare who's an actress <laughs> first take. I'm yeah. not. But like, but like, come on, like, come, like, do something, like, do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, nah, I, I, I hear your frustration. I hear your frustration completely. Yeah, bro. And I, I also want to update you on, on the standings because obviously mm. there's there's about, I think, like six or seven games left for each team mm-hmm. um, yeah. before the playoffs start. So mm-hmm. we, on, we, obviously we were on the Hoopstream, um, Hoopstream podcast with Joe and Shakuri. Shout out to them, what was it, like mm-hmm. last week? And we yeah. all gave our prediction on who we think is going to get the eighth seed. Who did you say? Uh, I I changed to the Pelicans. Well, you're a terrible pick, but yeah, you said the Pelicans. They actually, <laughs> I mean, they actually. Uh, yeah, originally, I I said the the <laughs> the Blazers. So another stinky pick. You know what? I mean, that's probably the best pick you could have chosen. That's who I picked. But mm. Pelicans, they actually beat the Grizzlies last yeah. night. But it doesn't really matter because they're just too inconsistent. That's the mm. reason I didn't pick them. They probably have yeah. the the out of the teams who are. Um, challenging for the eighth spot mm-hmm. would, you, would you say that they, uh, they have the second most talent behind portland but they're yeah. just too inconsistent because they have a lot of young players you just never know what you're going to get from them zion mm-hmm. on the minutes restriction i mean which the is free yeah Karen. They, they, they need to manage that better like why is zion not playing in the fourth quarter i don't care manage the minutes better like i thought what game was it their first game back that they lost um uh, i want to say celtics was this no it wasn't celtics. was it I need to wait. Whatever game it was. Uh, the the jazz. The w- jazz. The jazz, yeah. Why is Zion not playing in the fourth? Literally, that's all I mean. Exactly. I feel like I lost some of the game. Um, and yeah, like, JJ Redick is literally keeping them in these games right now. Shooting off the bench is ridiculous. Ridiculous. 
Like, and it shows why Kyle Corver's 30 what? 40 what? And he's still playing games. Like 38 or 39, something like that, yeah. It shows you how important three-point shooting is in, in this league right now. Um, and I can't lie, I don't see JJ Reddick going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I hear you. It looks like Memphis are just going to... But Memphis have a tough little schedule, though. So, we're just got, got, going to see how it's going to pan out. And one guy who's been playing terrible for them and someone that Chikudi talks about on Twitter is Dylan Brooks. That guy that guy is the legend of shooting like thirty five percent from the field. Another stinger, he shot thirty eight percent last night and mm. then lost to the he takes so many shots, bro. I know. He 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 I, I don't know this for sure, but he probably leads them in shot attempts. Two wins. Yeah. it's probably it's not it's not Moran because he doesn't take that many shots. Mm-hmm. So it's probably between him and probably um Jaron Jackson. But yeah. yeah, and like who else in the East? I mean, that playoff place is basically done. Jeez. Basically. So Brooklyn are seven seven games ahead of Washington. That's crazy. And Brooklyn basically their main player said, "Yeah, we're not coming." Yeah, so they have so, no Dinwiddie, no mm-hmm. obviously KD, no Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They're definitely. Miss- I think it was, uh, Wilson Chandler's not there. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think DeAndre DeAndre Jordan's not there. I think so. I can't. I've, I've not been clicking on any of their games because because I, mean, I don't blame you to be honest, bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, and and there's still how many games clear? Seven. Seven games. Yeah. Damn. There's no. Yeah. There's, there's no DeAndre Jordan. It's their main guys: Levert, Allen, Joe Harris, Tyler Johnson, who they got in a trade quite recently, mm. and um, Garrett Temple. But yeah, that and then apart from that, it's basically kind of like G League level players and uh, yeah, maybe like a just, rookie or something. Yeah. That's again. That's and there's seven shows shows that conference like how behind it is. Um, because where would that team be in the in, in the West? They'd probably be third third last. I mean, you yeah. got you got Golden State, mm. and then Minnesota. No, Minnesota probably no, that would be second. They'll be second last because yeah, I'm counting the injuries of Golden State, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. I mean, Phoenix are better. Sacramento are better. Pelicans, mm. Spurs, all of them. Exactly. So, boy. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of riding this out until we get the playoffs. But Lakers guaranteed first seed now, so they can start concentrating towards the playoffs, which playoffs, which is good. Um, but yeah, there's something I want to talk about, but I, it's kind of slipped my mind. But other than that, the restart, yeah, it's been pretty good. I, I'm just been impressed with my guy Paul George, man, just shooting the lights out. And I just want him to stay healthy. I'm just praying that. Paul George stays healthy. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, um, well, like, like you said, what it was just quickly about what we said about Paul George. This mm-hmm. is the Paul George we're seeing last year. The the, the was yeah. it last year? The last the M, the MVP candidate, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul George. And let's just hope he can do this in the playoffs. Because if he does this in the playoffs, then then I'm I might have to pick them over the Lakers because that's probably the deciding factor. Because you mm-hmm. know what Ka- you know what Kawhi's gonna do. You know what LeBron's mm-hmm. gonna do. You know what AD's gonna do. But Paul yep. George, he's been the one that has kind of spluttered in recent years, mm. and obviously injury was a main part. You can't you can't not take that into account. He had he had busted shoulders. He needed du- he had double shoulder surgery mm-hmm. <laughs> this season or um, this 100%. summer. So you got to take that into account. So he's he's that he's that guy that you just you just need him to do it just so he can cancel out what um, the, the what one of the guys from LA can do. And then if it's a battle of the the role players then 
I mean, the Clippers, the Clippers win that battle. I feel, yeah, I feel, and I feel like the Clippers kind of want that. Another thing I wanted to touch on, as we're talking about the, uh, um, you know, these ESPN YouTube shows, Mr. Kendrick Perkins. Oh, again, what do you do now? We, we, we like the Raptors on this podcast, don't we, Fasika? Yeah, we do. Are they making any sort of finals? An um, NBA final? I don't think so, but they're, they're my second pick after the box, bro. You're, you're having them over the Celtics? I'm having them over the Celtics. And Philly? Yes, I am. Do you not, do you not, do you not, do you not think so? Philly, yeah. Uh, Philly are just something else. Um, <laughs> Celtics, I'm, I'm not there yet. It's just... Oh, really? The two-way wings, man. The, the, with Marcus Smart off the bench and Haywood and... Man, it's just, just the Celtics don't have a big... Other than that, the Celtics are pretty Gucci. I can't lie to you. Um, but yeah, I, I do love, I do love Nick Nurse, and I love the, the Raptors. But Kendrick Perkins screaming that they're making the finals. <laughs> like, I've kind of had enough of this guy. I can't lie to you. He talks like he he was some amazing. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, bear arguing on on, on YouTube. Like. Like coming like this guy, you like if 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 you didn't know who Kendrick Perkins was, you all think this guy was like Scotty Pippen or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like big man. You, you like? Do you know who you are? But um, yeah, he's out here t- telling. I actually quite like Jalen Rose, but out here giving Jalen Rose L's and all that on 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 national TV. It's a joke. Um, yeah, I just, that's what I just wanted to touch on b- before we move on. Yeah, I, I feel like I've helped in your hatred of Kendrick Perkins because I was always the one coming to you saying, bro, mm. look at what this Kendrick Perkins guy is saying now. You know, sharing you sharing like mm-hmm. flipping first take videos where he's just chatting nonsense. But I'm glad you've seen the light, bro. Oh, no, I've definitely seen the light. You've definitely overmastered the hatred of him. And wait, who was the other guy you hated? Oh, I was on first take when uh, Stephen A was away. Oh, Ryan Hollins. Name. Oh. <laughs> do, do you know bro? <laughs> Do you know what? I don't I, I hate Kendrick Perkins more because with Ryan Hollins I just see him as a bit of more of a joke man. But Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> that guy truly means everything he says. He truly Which means makes it him and, a joke man. And because he, he the way he oh just like it's that oh eight Celtics thing again that just comes mm. back to me thinking they're just better they're so much greater than they already are. Yeah, so and um yeah with Ryan Hollins I've I've learned to just you know just take it as a joke to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, so this is how, it, but it's true though. I can't lie, it's true. Um, but yeah, man, that 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 was definitely good to, to have some live basketball back. Can't I know we've been running this podcast without, and I can't. I'm so, I'm looking forward to the Champions League knockouts and 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 the playoffs, man. It's gonna literally, like, it's gonna it's gonna fill this this short because football's coming back soon. Yeah. This gap is, is and both sports actually come back quite soon, but this um. This little gap without like Premier League, it's, it's gonna we're gonna have so much content. So I'm looking forward to that. Plus, before we move on, the mm. Community Shield between our clubs, yeah, August 29th. So that's we got soon, that coming you know? up as well. Yeah, real soon. Yeah. Like three weeks, something like that. Almost three, like just mm-hmm. over three weeks. So that's gonna be great. But yeah, and then obviously um, the playoff game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the what playoff game? What are you talking about? The NBA playoffs? No, uh, the football playoff, championship. Oh playoffs. yeah, so that's today because we're recording mm. this on a Tuesday afternoon. So that's going to be a mm-hmm. massive game. And what you want to talk about? You want to talk about that game a bit, didn't you? Yeah. So I, I got a question from one of our friends, Nabira. She questioned. Um, she, uh, the question reads: When I find it, it says, "Is there any possibility that Brentford will make it in the Premier League?" Um, 
so this question was sent a, a, a while ago, but at the moment they do stand a fifty percent chance of making it in the prem. Obviously, they gonna have a, a playoff tie. I kind of think they're favourites. They've beaten Fulham twice in the season. Yeah. Um, we've done the double over them, and it's just their front three is too much. I feel like, um, yeah, uh, and uh, Oli, Oli Watkins and Mitrovic are both scoring twenty six goals each in, in, in the championship. So it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a good game, and I thought it's 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 actually when you think about it, the most expensive game in football. Like, yeah, it is without a doubt. So either way, we're gonna have a London club back in the back in the the prem, which is good um, for our capital city. But yeah, man, I do I, I think they'll make it. I feel like it's gonna be interesting to see how they'll cope if they do make it and stay because. Again, they've got that front three and goal, goals. Are, I feel like they could survive if, if they make it through. What's their names again? Um, <laughs> you funny guy. <laughs> you, you you could definitely n- name them. I'm, I'm so, gonna say Ollie Watkins. Yeah, you can yeah, say you, you got to go for the English name, innit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the other two, Saeed Ben Rama, who's Alger- mm-hmm. Algerian, yeah. and then they got Brian and Bumo. You see, mm-hmm. perfect. No, from, he he's, well, fr- he's, he's 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 from he's from you know he's twenty years old. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, you don't he's, look he's it though. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like 25, 26 years old, but when I saw 20, yeah. I was like, damn, younger than us. Yeah. But yeah, and the well, other, but... Two, other two are just are just 24, so yeah, again. Um, and obviously, my uh, former Arsenal guy, Joshua Silva, doing a good job for them in midfield, who's actually rumoured to be coming back to Arsenal if we don't really? get Thomas Party. Yeah, yeah, apparently, if we don't get Thomas Party, whoa, we I don't know if we have I don't know about if we have any buyback clause or whatever, 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 but apparently, if we don't get Thomas Party, it's looking like we're gonna get Joshua De Silva back. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I I fancy I fancy Brentford's chances to come back in the Premier League. Um, obviously they did lose to Swansea. Um, yeah, but in other the, than that, in the first leg, yeah, yeah. But other than but, that, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to hopefully seeing a, a, a London team back. But do you do you want know my biggest worry is about? About um, attackers, or at least like their front three. Champ- championship, there might be championship ballers. Exactly, you, ne- you, bro, you don't know because mm. some of these, some of these guys, they look, they're, they're ballers in the championship. But when they comes to Premier League, it's a, it's a different kettle of fish. Do you mm-hmm. know? Do you know one guy who I always like? That's, that's the guy I, I use an example. That's mm. an example. Anthony Knockhart. Oh. He was a baller for Leicester in the championship. Yeah. And then yeah, did he come up with Leicester or did he, he come or did he came come up with Brighton? Came up with Brighton. He came up with Brighton, but then he was they all when um, Leicester almost got promoted um, before when you know Deeney. that Dini scored that that mad yeah. the crazy goal that sent mm. Watford to the playoff final. But yeah, he was a baller scoring like 17, 18 goals. You mm-hmm. know, techie left winger French. But then when he came to the Premier League, he he's not <laughs> he, he just he he couldn't do it. He's got like maybe like one or two goals. Yeah, and it just it just never just never happened for him. I don't even know where he is now, bro. I think he's he's probably I, back he's in gone, the championship. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone back to the championship on loan. Where did he go to? I I want to say he went to Huddersfield, but I'm not sure. I'm checking. But o- off the top of my head, oh, he, oh, he played for Fulham. Fulham. Oh wow. So yeah, <laughs> he. <laughs> oh he oh yeah yeah he just he was on there on loan, on loan yeah. from um Brighton Brighton and then he came back. Um, on the permanent. Again, I I used to put kind of put with Dwight Gill in that thing, but Dwight Gill actually gets goals in the Prem. But he's he again. He was he who did he come up with? He went up with he came up with Newcastle. Then he went uh, on Crystal loan. Crystal Palace. He came with Crystal, Crystal Palace, Palace, I think. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, no. And then he went to... Wait, who did he go to? No, he I think he went... He was at West Brom. Back he was at West yeah. Brom last year. And then... Um, he went... Where did he go? Then he went... Yeah, he... Yeah, so again. from Palace, he went to mm. Newcastle. And then last year, he was on loan at West Brom. And yeah. then obviously, he's back with Newcastle this season. Yeah, so again... And... I want to see... Mitchford has been alright, but I want to see if he comes up, what he's going to do. Because... Um, he was at Newcastle as well. Didn't yeah. they do some kind, some kind of swap deal with him and Rondon or something? Something... Them all them strikers they all confuse me with Dwight Gale, Rondon, Mitrovic. They're all like just there, man. You know what I mean? No, Rondon plays in um he left. plays in China now. Yeah. Yeah, he left. Who but did, yeah. Who who's he played for? He played for West Brom and who else? Uh Newcastle. And and Mitrovic is Mitrovic played for who again? Newcastle and then Fulham. So who was the swap deal? There was some kind of swap deal that went on. Was there a swap I, I don't know there was, I don't think there was a swap deal because Gale never played for Fulham, so it couldn't have been with Mitrovic and um, Mitrovic and Gale, and it couldn't have been with Gale and Rondon because Gale only mm. went on loan to West Brom. So was it Rondon and Mitrovic? No, it was. No, it wasn't. No, no, you're 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 you're, actually, you're getting me confused when I know I'm right. There was no there was <laughs> no bad. swap deal. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm I'm thinking about something else. Um, yeah. I just know them not just move around Championship Prem, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah. Oh, but yeah, um, to, um, to answer quickly, let me just to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, it can Brentford stay in? The, I mean, that's that's what I said. What we're just talking about now with the with mm-hmm. the quality of the attackers and can they make it in the Premier League? That's going to be the mm. that's going to be the main the main factor. And business wise, do you remember when I was telling you? Do you remember when we were talking about sport movies? Yeah, and I was telling you about Moneyball, which yeah. is the the movie based on um, the actual baseball team, the Oakland Athletics, and the way they became successful was buying players who were seemed to have like they they were like the ones that were just done they're just not mm. that good anymore trading their best players getting assets and then they used like a lot of um statistics it's called sabermetrics which is the the, the statistics that they use in baseball mm-hmm. so basically brentford use that that um method they use mm. that strategy of you know buying and selling players mm-hmm. and I mean, you, you. I mean, just you. You haven't really seen it in football. I mean, Brentford Not might be one of the first clubs I've seen who have actually um, embraced sabermetrics. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, on the business side, they they're obviously very savvy, and mm-hmm. they've got Thomas Frank, who's their manager, Danish, who's been there for I think maybe two, three years now. Yeah. And he he's he hasn't he wasn't a footballer. He's been a manager all his life, and I mean, he looks like a really really impressive manager. And I mean, mm-hmm. they should have been promoted, but. Like we said before on the last episode, they just fought in their last two games, yeah. bottled it a little bit, but then they fought back. You can see that they they're a good mm. team and they got a lot of hard fought back from um, losing the first leg against Swansea to come back and win three mm-hmm. one. And they're probably my favourites. And do you want? To say, I I want to see them win. It's not like I have nothing against Fulham. It's mm. not like I have something against Fulham, but I always want to see different teams in the Premier League. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we've seen Fulham. Fulham were in the league last year. Yeah, when they got relegated. Evan, Credit to them coming back up. That's tough, bro. Mm. But I, I just want to see how Brentford will do, bro. So was like, yeah. I was happy to see Sheffield United come because we haven't seen them for a while. Mm. And it's nice. Um, it's gonna be nice to see Leeds come back. I can't. I'm happy for them. Exactly. It's gonna be great to see Leeds come back. An actual big club haven't yeah. been back in 16 years. Mm. And you know, if we get Brentford as well, hopefully, you know, Ollie Watkins and Bumo and um, Ben Rama stay at least mm. for the first season. I'm pretty sure they will because uh, they obviously have to prove themselves in the Premier League. 
Mm-hmm. And let's just see how they are. Because Ben Rama, I was seeing highlights of that guy. He's so flipping. He's so good. Yeah, he he looks he's a real so player. Good. Again, like we spoke about last episode, them North Africans, man. Oh, bro. They're, they're, they, just, they're, 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 so, they're so easy on the eye. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of like what you said. It's nice to have Villa stay, stay up as well. They're another big club. Yeah. Newcastle yeah. seem to be solidish. Um, again, we're getting our leads back. Like, leads have been gone almost 16, 17 years. Um, I say the only club that's uh, that's kind of hot breaking my heart kind of right now is Sunderland. Um, yeah, and I kind of want to. I don't know if you've watched. It, I kind of watched that. Want to start watching that thing on Netflix. But I just, I'm really, you know, I'm how bad I am with Netflix. Like, oh yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. So I, I can't really get around to it. But I definitely want to start watching Sunderland until I die. Um, and me, I say Leighton Orient is the other club that I kind of want to see. Really? Get back up. Uh, Only because of where I live. Uh, for those I live in Essex, oh, okay. so like. I, that's why I wanted West Ham to go down so that my, like, where, where I live is one stop away from Stratford. So I can't lie. West Ham, West Ham home games are a pain for where I live. They're literally a pain. Uh, so I, I kind of wanted them to, to, to go down so that when I'm walking around, like, like I can just laugh and just, because West Ham fans are hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I just like to see that some of the new teams come back and some of the big teams, like even Wolves were a Premier League team back in the day. Um, so, yeah, no, it's nice to see. So, it's kind of going to be interesting to see who goes down because Southampton has, have established themselves. Who else were close to go down this year? West Ham. Brighton. Brighton were Brighton. close as well. I think, yeah. to be honest, I think Brighton, I think Brighton they're, are going to go down. They're in big trouble. They, they, like, Neil Morpah is going to have to hit 15 goals for them to stay up, I feel like. Which he could do, but... It's still a tough feat, and, and I mean they got Lana as well coming. So yeah. I mean Lana, I mean he was easy. If people forget that he's actually a good player, to be honest. He's a good player because of the injuries, and obviously he didn't play much with us in mm. his final years. But I think he'll help Brighton. But I, I just just seeing the teams West Ham, that for me it's like you know how no no club is too good to go down. Mm. But with the amount of money that they've spent, there's no reason why they should be in a relegation battle. But if, they, if they lose Declan Rice. It's a problem for me. That is a that is a big. He's he's a really good. I've, I I kind of was I was I was kind of unsure about him. Probably mm. because of the transfer fee. I was like, what an 80, 90 million. But mm. then watching him play, and he's kind of he's kind of um what's the I don't know I don't think adapted is the best word. But he's he he drives with the ball now. Mm. Before he was kind of just like sitting, but he he drives into midfield yeah. and he looks really good on the ball. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's that would be a problem if he does go to wherever it is. Like, what is it? Arsenal, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it would be a problem. Um. Yeah. So again, and I feel like, what happened to Felipe Anderson, bro? I thought this guy was gonna be signed for West Ham. <sighs> Oscar, I don't know. Remember when he was linked with Man United? Yeah. From when he was in Lazio. My mm. good. Like that. That's how you know football. You you never know. One day you're linked with Man United. Next minute you're on the bench. At West Ham, who are fighting for their lives, like and sometimes it it, it can happen the crazy. opposite way round. Like two promoting, getting relegated with Stoke, and now he's at PSG, <laughs> it's like, living in how, Paris, playing how, with Mbappe and Neymar. How, like, what? He was literally at a wet, you know, wet windy night in Stoke. He went yeah. from that to one of the biggest cities in the world and the biggest clubs in the world. And I don't know. Obviously, he's getting benched for Cavani and Cardi, but it's like, right, like, I'll take that. I'll sit in the bench with PSG and exactly. twerk for Neymar and that. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Just cheerlead for them and that. You know what I mean? Like, cheerleader, you know. Yeah. It has some respect. Come on, man. Ah, two more things washed. But, um, 
Yeah, nah, what, what you said is true. And like, Haler, like, obviously that Jovic, Yo, uh, if, you, if you ask me, Jovic, Rebic and um, Haler leaving um, Frankfurt. Yeah. I, like, I, first of all, I didn't think all three would leave, but all three left. And Ante Rebic is doing the best and he's at Milan. Yeah. You, you know what I thought like, about that, I was like, right, Jovic and Haler are going to bang wherever they go. And Jovic is it's, it's looking like a difficult move for him. I can't lie. Because Benzema's not budging anytime soon. I can't yeah. lie to you. And Benzema's like, what, 32? But he's. Yeah, he's 32 now, yeah. He's not going anywhere. And um, again, I don't see where he's going to get against him. And Haler. Bro, when Antonio's starting ahead of you, bro, you got you got you got to do something, man. You, you got you got to reassess what the hell you're doing. Forty-five 100%. million, and mm. Antonio starting ahead of you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man. Um, Brentford, Fulham, gonna be a big game, man. I might even tune in. So we. Oh yeah, you got you got. It's gonna be. It's, it's, you know, it's gonna be a great game. Yeah. But um, yeah, before we finish off the pod, we've got mm-hmm. another one of our top five lists. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, one, I want want to oh, say yeah. yeah, yeah. These top five lists are all for seeker. I ain't taking no credit for none of these. Oh, thank like, you. Thank s- you. S- some of them, some of them are putting some input, like in this, this, that. But the creative input during lockdown, uh, I, I gotta give you a credit. Like like I said, Oscar's a great Robin. You know, this guy's lucky to have him. This guy's no. I'm I'm all personality. <laughs> you're all creativity. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, I get, see, I give this guy credit. A man's calling me no, Robin. I, I apologize. I apologize. Robin, but, um, what? <laughs> well, yeah, but what was I saying? Yeah, the top five list. This yeah. one, this week's one is top five football players who stayed young forever. So, if you need a little bit like more explanation on that, it's players who they've been or they've already been in the game for a long time, but they're mm-hmm. still at a relatively young age. They're the kind of player which you go in the Wikipedia page, you see their age, and you're like, what? I thought they're mm-hmm. just what five years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously it's top five, as I said. So Oscar, you start me. We start start off with your number five. My number five is this guy. I had high hopes for him, man. I loved him back in 2012, 20. I can't believe I'm talking about eight years ago. But 2012, 2013, 2014, he did the biggest thing he's ever done in his career. Mario Goetze, man. Like... Ah, yeah, this yeah. guy okay. is only 28 years old um like four years ago four years what i'm talking about six six years ago when he was scoring a world cup winner the world cup winning goal for germany and then obviously him getting to the champions league final with dortmund ultimately at that point we all knew he was going to bayern and like he didn't even play the champions league final goes to Bayern, gets the big move to bayern it just hasn't worked out obviously he has a yeah he has a condition which means he has like muscle deficiencies and whatever uh, I I really love this guy, like um, it's the ins and outs of football. When you find out that when Chelsea were losing De Bruyne and De Bruyne almost worked with Klopp, but Klopp still had Goethe and whatever, whatever Goethe was leaving, but uh, De Bruyne ended up getting, like like I love I love stories like that. Um, like if you think about it now, like when you look at De Bruyne as the best midfielder in the world right now, you think about it a couple years ago, Goethe was stopping this guy from moving. It's yeah. Like, what? And it was justified. But now, um, obviously, at, at Dortmund now, it doesn't look like he's going to miss. I see him and Hummels go back. and But yeah, the fact that this guy's only 28, and we've been talking about Gertzard, the start of this decade, last decade, we're talking about yeah. 2010, yeah. 2011. And this he's still only 28. Peak. Yeah, this is meant to be his peak. So let's see what he does next season. 
I mean, I don't know. Wait, wait, did, you, did you say that he's not going to be at Dortmund, isn't it? No, I think I think he still will be. I'm not too sure about his contract. Nah, he, bro, he's leaving the club. Damn. Yeah. Where so, is he uh, going to? No idea. I don't. I don't know if he's. I don't think he's confirmed the team yet. But yeah, he's leaving mm. Dortmund, and it's yeah. It's a, it's a sad. I mean, obviously he's still. You know, he's he's got everything he's wanted, but it's still mm. it's a sad uh, kind of tell for his career, to be honest. But one hundred percent. Do go? Yeah, I didn't even think of Gerd to be honest. But um, mm. yeah, my number five is. I'm starting off with Alice Oxley Chamberlain. You know, <laughs> 26 years list. old. Oh, he's on the oh, list. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna talk about him now. Oh, okay, you, you got mm. another. You got more in it, but yeah, mm. Ox. I mean, oh, it started at Arsenal when he was what 17, probably mm. 16, 17 years old, and yeah. obviously now at Liverpool with 26, and he's just been around for time. Yeah, he's, he's a decent player. You know, I like Ox. Obviously, we've talked mm. about him on the podcast before, but Last yeah, episode, just. Yeah. Yeah, he well, he actually turns twenty seven like in a couple mu- in a couple weeks, mm. but yeah, he's he's still he's a young youngish player yeah. in football terms. So um, mm. he's still got his peak ahead of him, really. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, he's my he's my number five. Good pick, man. Again, someone I was considering. Um, again, someone that's been around for time. We we can't deny that. Um, going on to my next one. Um, I'm gonna go. Romelu Lukaku, who again, oh, okay. That's 27 years old, but like when you think about it, just at, at 2011, he was still at Chelsea, man. And then he had that, that big loan um, at West Brom where he banged in goals. You remember that when he had the dreadlock still? I think that's where he was at his best, to be honest. He was a Twen- monster. 2012, tw- that was 2012. He signed eight years crazy. ago, bro. 19. Yeah. Um, and then now, obviously, he, then he went on, obviously, at loan to West Brom, at loan to Everton, banged in goals, signed for Everton, banged in goals, mm. went to United, scored a couple goals, let's be fair. Now he's in Inter Milan, and, and that partnership with Lautaro Martinez, Alexis Sanchez, looking serious, man. Yeah. Looking real, real serious. And as I mentioned last episode about the Juventus taking a piss out of the league, whatever, whatever, but Inter are coming. Inter are coming, especially now they've got Hakimi, I've, I, which I don't understand why that boy went to Inter Milan. Yeah. Like, what are Real Madrid <laughs> doing as well? Because Carvajal's not going to be good for that for that many more years. Yeah. Hakimi slide him in there. Hakimi, uh, Fela, Mendy, Rafa Varane still got years in him. To me, that's looking it's, good. It, Ed, it's Ed, Ed, Ed a really weird. Yeah. It's a weird. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um. So yeah, they let, and it's just forty million. I can't. I'm not even understanding it. It's successful loan loan spell at Dortmund now is going to Inter Milan. Signed for Inter Milan. Um, but yeah, Lukaku's only 27. And again, we're talking about peak years, going into peak years. Um, and looking at... I, I, it kind of looks like he's kind of at his club type of thing. It's not like Lautaro Martinez where it's like Barca, Madrid, that might be calling. Um, he looks like he's... he's like, the, this the, is his level. like Yeah. Um, so, But he's going to score goals wherever he goes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Lukaku. Number four. Yeah, I think he's got twenty three goals um, in the league this season. And you know, Inter end up finishing mm. one point behind Ju- Juve this season. Yeah, literally. That's crazy because obviously Juve lost three of their last four games, mm. and Inter were winning their last games. So yeah, like Juve won the league with like when there were seven or eight points ahead. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. imagine how tough that was as an Inter player. You actually finished one point, point. behind yeah. the champions. Like mm-hmm. that's so cruel. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that was a great pick. Um, my number four. Mm, I'm thinking. 
Uh, I'm going with this guy. He's 31 years old, but he's mm. been around since like 2006, 2007. So, Javi mm. Martinez. Whoa! Oh, shout and a half. Yeah, Javi Martinez obviously started off his career at Bilbao, Athletic mm. Bilbao. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously went to Bayern in like 2012, 2013. Mm. Um, centre-back defensive midfielder. Hasn't always played all the time because he's, he's kind of been, you know, a lot of injuries he's had. But yeah, mm. when you, if you if I ask, I feel like if I ask people, how old do you think Javi Martinez is? And they'll probably, if we remember from like FIFA 10, FIFA 11, yeah. as, a, like a, as a wonder kid. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably say, you know what, maybe 34, 35. But he's, yeah. he's 31 years old and mm-hmm. kind of recently turned 31 as well. So, yeah, I had to go with Javi Martinez. That's a great pick, man. I can't even lie to you. Um, yeah, it's someone I forgot about. He kind of reminded me about him. And I, I literally, yeah, I think he's kind of got underrated a little bit. But um, I'm going to go for another um, Bayern-affiliated uh, player. I'm not going to You got to say it for me? Because <laughs> no, the thing is, I have, I have a couple. So I don't want to just say one and that's not mm. going to be the one. So yeah, you just no, say, I hate you, you just say. Um, Tony Cruz, man. That's what I'm going for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I kind of have a feeling you, I've got a couple buying me more guys. Like, uh, I, I, I don't want to say them, but, you know, some of them are, you know, German. Some of them are not German, you know, some of them are black. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not going to take your picks. But, um, yeah, I'm going uh, Tony Cruz. He's only yeah. 30. Uh, just turned 30 the start of this year. Like, think about it. Like, this is the guy that was playing in Bayern Munich back in 07. Like, um, that's Schweinsteiger. That's like peak yeah, Schweinsteiger, Schweinsteiger time. He and he left in 2014 for Real Madrid. Um, again, 2014 World Cup six years ago. That's when he left. Um, he would have been, right, bro, massive, massive. 20, 24. <laughs> 24, 20, 23 at the time. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, Still just 30 now and he's still in his peak. So, uh, in my opinion, top six, top five midfielders in the world. Um, just turned 30. Like, it's not like Modric where, again, he's been around for time as well. Like, mm, if you think about yeah. him back in Tottenham, but he's 33, 34 now. Um, Tony Cruz has only just hit 30 this year. And it feels like we were talking about him for ages. So, yeah, man. Um, player I rate highly. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Tony Cruz. Yeah, he's still got like what? at least three or four years, mm. uh, great years ahead of him, at least. 100%. Especially when you, know you play how... in midfield, you got exactly. a little bit more time on your hands. And when you're yeah. technical, you never lose technical. But look at Pirlo, who was playing until God knows how long. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. he can he can always drop back into uh, Xabi Alonso, Regista. Bayern Munich role, the register, yeah. the register role, Pirlo at Juve. Mm. He, can always, he can always do that. So um, yeah, Tony Cruz. I had him in my list, but I, I, I took him out. Mm-hmm. Um, for this player, which is um, Ross Barkley, who is <laughs> well, we uh, have the same picks. Oh, you got Ross Barkley as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, twenty six years old, mm-hmm. man peaked at Everton it, like seven <laughs> years ago, and this guy was a player. This guy was he, everyone was talking about. You know, the next Paul Gascoigne, mm-hmm. a strong, fast, powerful runner from midfield, gets to the box, scores goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he scored eight goals in his in his best season at Everton. Yeah, but then he had injuries, and then he he had a lot of problems with his form. He never mm-hmm. really grew as a player, and now mm-hmm. he's at Chelsea, and uh, you know, affectionately known as Dross Dross Barkley by some of our friends. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, he's still he's still so young, twenty six years old. But uh, I, I I think his 
his uh, potential of being like a, a a top player is 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 it's over. I mean, it, it's been over for a couple of years now. Mm. Yeah, no. Nah, um, I can't really even dispute anything you're saying. To be fair, um, yeah, like that. You remember that him and Lukaku a couple of years ago? I was like, yeah. that is serious. And again, even the move to Chelsea was a bit iffy, but it, it happened and. He just just hasn't worked, and yeah, like, like you said, Josh Barkley, and I, I I don't really feel like he's um gonna get the what's what I'm looking for. Like yeah, the move. I don't feel like it's like uh, or like the the step up into being a World Class player. Like you're right, I don't feel like it's gonna happen anymore. Um, who am I gonna say next? Uh, I really hope I, I I don't say one of your picks. Oh, you're gonna say one of my picks. <laughs> But um, I have to say I'm going to go for Thomas Muller, man. I have yep, to. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry, but no, like, no, carry on. You go. You go for it. You go for this it. This guy that's been literally dominating World Cups, like oh, like like oh ten World Cup. That oh ten Germany team, Özil, Neuer, um, Muller, bro. Uh, team's crazy. Obviously, he's been at Bayern, Bayern Munich his whole career. Um, but yeah, nah. Again, for Germany, even 2014 World Cup, the guy was sensational. He's only 30 years old. Again, yeah. even like <laughs> even I put Tony Cruz in that bracket. Like he's only 30 years old. Um, boy, the guy. We feel like we've been talking. We've been talking about more than 10 years, 10, 10, 12 years now. Um, again, the last not not the last World Cup, but the World Cup before that, the World Cup before that, scoring goals. Um, again, one of the most. I feel like. Back in like mid 2010s, he wasn't getting spoken about enough. Like 2013, like Champions League winning 2013 Muller to yeah. about 2016 Muller, wasn't getting spoken about enough. And shout out Josh, um, me and him always used to rate like how smart this guy was. Again, doesn't even really have a position. He's just so smart. Like yeah. football brains on, on the, like something else. Like I'd say his best position is probably like a second striker type of, um, just runs into the box finishing ability just such a smart guy he terrorises English teams uh, in Europe absolutely terrorises them um, yeah man I got a lot of time for Muller um, yeah Thomas Muller man 30 years old but we've t- we've been talking about Muller for years we really have and you know he's he's a player who's kind of you know rejuvenated his career I mean 2016-17 mm. it was looking like it kind of might be the end for him uh, at Bayern you know wasn't yeah. starting as much wasn't scoring as many goals but that's Pep Guardiola times isn't it Pep Guardiola times exactly yeah Yeah. so then um, I mean I think he had one of his he had his best goal scoring seasons under Pep but then mm. the two years after that's kind of yeah. when his his at least his goal tally started to go down mm-hmm. but obviously this season we've seen his assist tally I mean I think he hit 20 assists mm-hmm. in the Bundesliga yeah, which is just craziness, and he's it's got ridiculous. eight goals. But yeah, um, he was actually on my list. He was number two on my list, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to say another one of my players. So <laughs> the guy who was originally number one on my list, I'm going to bump him to number two just so I can say him, because mm-hmm. um, because I know we both have him. He's black. He plays for he plays for Bayern Munich. He's a left back. He's a left back. He's <laughs> yeah. 28 years old. Yeah, and that's David Alaba. Mm-hmm. And he was, I think he was, for, I think for both of us, he was the first person, just like, just the first person we thought of. Yeah. Because for me, I was like, David Adaba, he's 28 years old. We've mm-hmm. been speaking about this guy for a, literally a decade. Yeah. 
and he's just like he's kind of reinventing himself as a as a center back this season. Yeah. With Alfonso Davis playing on the left, mm-hmm. and he's just a guy that's he he's such an unbelievable player, and he's a player that you can just always rely on. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. at, yeah he's been at Bayern for, literally for ten years, going on eleven mm-hmm. years, and um he he turned twenty eight in June, bro. He turned twenty eight in June. Like he's ever <laughs> he's evergreen. He's so, definitely an evergreen. So you're player. basically telling me we've not seen peak David Alaba yet. Are you no, crazy? That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. And he's literally been like the left backs in the world. This has been him, Jordi Alba, Marcelo for years. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of like now we've got Robertson, but other than that, like he, the guy was the, it was literally him and Philip Lahm. Like, are we forgetting like how long this guy's been around for? Um, but yeah, nice. No, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely. I'm I feel, I'm just gonna talk about him now. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> he's on well. number one. So yeah, we're both yeah. on number ones. Um. Bro, technically, like, again, coming from such an obscure country, um, being Austrian, the guy can play left left back, centre back, defensive mid, centre mid, attacking mid. He's complete. Like, again, he, someone, we, like, I know as a left back, he, we're not really talking about him anymore, but as a footballer, like, this guy is such a technical, gifted player. Set pieces, long range shots. Man, literally Mr. Consistent, eight nines out of tens every game. Bro, like, um, what a guy uh, David Alba is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's that's the end of the list. And um, mm-hmm. it's the end of the episode. And it's been a it's been a great episode. Finally talking NBA. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, we've been talking about football for a, for a few weeks now. But um, so what we got coming up for 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 the next one, we've got um, obviously we've got the Champions League games. We've got mm-hmm. Bayern Munich versus Chelsea, yeah. Real Madrid versus Man City. Um, who else we got? We got Juventus versus Lyon, mm-hmm. uh, Atalanta versus PSG, PSG, Barca versus Napoli, mm-hmm. and Leipzig versus Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. So we've got those games coming up in the next few days. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking about that on the next episode. Yes, sir. Um, obviously, we've got more basketball coming up. Mm. Um, six, seven games, like we talked about, for each team until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have any UFC coming soon in the um, next week or so? The next week, no. But I know the week, the next week is um, DC Stipe, 15th on, on the is Saturday. That, is that next? Oh, yeah, 15th of August, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. be mad, yeah. Um, other than that, I think there's one in between. I, I, yeah, I, um, Derek Lewis versus Alexi Olenek, which is mm. on August eighth. Yeah, so that that'll be this Saturday. Then there's the next, the week, yeah. literally a week later, we'll have Stipe DC, which again, we'll definitely be t- t- like talking about that one because the, the trilogy guys don't like each other. Can't wait for it. Um, it might be the last time we ever see DC in the octagon. So yeah, you know, something like we kind of have to cherish. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that. Uh, we actually have a jam-packed August full of sports, which is cool. Like, um, even our teams are going to play each other this year as well. Like, this month, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Again. So, yeah, man. Um, keep it locked. And I don't know what we've got to do, but again, I, I kinda, we kind of have to do something episode 20, man. Get someone on or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but, yeah. Other than that, man. Um, I, before I go, I do want to say, uh, get well soon, Jonathan Isaac, with what he did. Shameful. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> okay, yo, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, thanks uh, everyone for uh, for listening to the pod, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week.